0: Thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. This is Monday Mess, where I read articles so you don't have to. Feel free to listen and learn. Thanks for tuning in to Monday Mess. All links to the articles read will be found in the show notes. Today's mess comes from Today's RDH written by Spring Hatfield RDH on January 27, 2022, titled, Proposed Illinois Legislation Will Allow Dental Assistance to Scale, Opposition Opinion. In October of 2021, an Illinois state dental society lobbyist, Dave Marsh, made the claim that dental hygienists were not, quoted, medically qualified to correct your health. Well, it was a bold claim from someone who seemingly, due to his position in the Illinois Dental Association, supports the bill sent to the state legislature that would allow dental assistance to scale supergingivally on patients 19 years of age and under. I wrote an article highlighting concerns regarding public health and access to dental care in response to Dave Marsh's stance. Now, if you haven't read that article, you can get up to speed by reading it here. There's a link. The legislation filed on January 13th suggests, quote, a dental assistant who has completed specific training may perform coronal scaling. Well, in addition to this previously highlighted comment made by Marsh, he also stated, quote, it would be dangerous for hygienists to treat nursing home residents who are often elderly and sick, end quote. He cites the education level of some hygienists as an obstacle and implies the need for higher education to provide care that can improve patients' health. An insult to dental hygiene. You know, considering dental hygienists go through years of clinical and didactic coursework as well as national boards and state licensing to ensure that they're competent to treat patients, one would believe they could be trusted to properly provide care to patients in a nursing home setting. Though dental hygienists with a minimum of two-year associate's degree are somehow not sufficient, allowing dental assistants to treat our youngest patients without a license or a college degree is completely acceptable, essentially proposing that being 19 and under does not entitle you to the same level of care as those that are older. Only one state currently allows supergingival scaling by dental assistants. This clearly indicates that most states feel dental assistants are not trained and educated to perform such tasks. As a former dental assistant, I can assure you that in no way was I skilled enough to scale calculus off teeth in any capacity prior to clinical courses required in dental hygiene school. These bills are a slap in the face for every hygienist who put time, money, sweat, and tears into her or his education and training to become a master at a skill that many dentists themselves admittedly are incapable of performing. What is included in this specific training for dental assistants? You know, will dental assistants be taught how to recognize and report domestic violence or human trafficking, as well as identify infectious and chronic diseases that manifest in the mouth? Will they be able to discuss and explain proper brushing techniques, tobacco sensation, uh, nutritional counseling, and pharmacology regarding medications that cause oral disease? Finally, related to one of the hottest topics in dentistry today, will they be able to screen for airway issues that might contribute to sleep breathing disorders in children? So many things to go into in a dental hygiene appointment that is often overlooked by dentists because the hygienists have already managed to educate the patients on specific needs, allowing the dentist to spend minimal time discussing disease prevention and causative factors. The value of dental hygienist. Scaling is a learned skill, That requires proper instrument selection and proper adaptation to avoid tissue trauma yet the least important part of the dental hygiene appointment in my opinion while these bills focus on a mechanical task the real value of a dental hygienist appointment is being overlooked the knowledge rapport and support dental hygienists offer through emotional and cultural competence are important skills that keep patients coming back for future treatment and preventative care. Patients deserve better than on-the-job trained hygienist. They deserve a hygienist who understands their complex oral health needs. This is especially true for kids. Now, instead of requiring high-level training and education, this will provide children with lower-level providers who may not fully grasp the patient's needs and are unable to have a conversation with the parents regarding the best preventative measures. The Illinois Dental Hygienists Association needs support from all the hygienists. If this bill passes, it will set a precedent for other states to follow. Now, in previous statements made by Dave Marsh and published in the Chicago Tribune, Marsh states, The problem is not a shortage of dental professionals, but rather a lack of dentists who can afford to accept Medicaid patients. This indicates the reasoning for allowing assistants to treat patients 19 and under may be due to financial gain on the part of the dentist and their practice and not due to a lack of dental providers. Paying assistance wages for dental hygiene services would improve profits. This does not take the patient and quality of care into consideration. I sincerely hope that this isn't the main goal of the Illinois State Dental Society. However, it certainly seems to be a driving force if you consider Mr. Marsh's previous statement. Our patients deserve better. A licensed healthcare provider, we provide the level of care our patients deserve. Please join me and many other hygienists in reaching out to legislators and voicing your concerns regarding these legislative bills. Now it's my turn to interject. Um, as a dental assistant of 23 years, I spent three of those years performing dental hygiene tasks in the military. So I was what's considered is a profitech So I literally just cleaned pilot's teeth for three years under the supervision of a periodontist as a dental assistant. So I know that the lines have been blurred before in certain situations. Um, I do believe that dental assistants can obtain the information required for patient education. I know (laughs) firsthand that it takes a lot of study, a lot of diligence on your part to acquire this information and be able to regurgitate it to patients. I do believe that dental assistants can, this is my opinion, um, can be trained properly to provide the service. I do believe that dental hygienists have a place. So I honestly, like if they were going to make this work, um, I think that it would have to be up to the dentist to decipher that patient's needs. Let's say this patient just has one tiny piece of calculus in a proximal 24 and 25 lingual, you know, um, that would be something that they could offer the assistant to do that's properly trained, you know, especially one that, you know, has all the clinical knowledge and, and discipline that it took to learn that information and educate the patient on how to avoid that buildup again. Um, I do believe that hygienists, Maybe could be the ones that screen it. You know, let's say the dentist. I'm just, you know, you, you guys know me, right? I'm I'm trying to think like a glass half full, right? Let's say we can't change the trajectory of these decisions, and dental assistants will be able to scale. The thing I would like to see is the hygienists need to be a part of this. You know, this is their wheelhouse, and I feel that maybe they would be the right person to screen that patient. You know, I don't know about you guys, but. We, I've worked in a practice where um, I was the hygiene assistant, right? So I sat the patient, took blood pressure, recorded x-rays, went over health histories. I did OHI, and then the hygienist would come and scale, polish, prophy, complete it. I think that maybe we could rework that to where the hygienist was able to assess the patient um, in those particular situations. And maybe that's a, a, a nice meeting point if this does take off. I hope for the hygienist sakes that, that, you know, maybe this doesn't, you know, this doesn't go anywhere and, and they can keep that responsibility that they've earned. Um, So I hope I don't ruffle any feathers by saying this. Um, Most of you guys are DAs. A lot of you don't want to scale. (laughs) You're like, nope, I don't get paid enough to do that. I get that. It's stressful. Um, There's a lot of you who want more. You want more responsibilities that, you know, could eventually lead to an increase in pay. I get that too. Uh, a lot of you guys want to be a dental hygienist, and this would certainly throw either a curve or a blessing in your way, right? To be able to have some of these skills built up with the the tactical skills of removing calculus prior to going to hygiene school, so that you kind of have like a, an advantage. Um, but I, I also see it as like, ugh, you know, I was going to go back to hygiene school, spend that money, time, and effort. And then here they are trying to pass these rules where, um, you know, under the age of 19, I can do it as I am. Um, it takes some of the, um, I don't know the words I'm looking for. It takes some of the shine off of the, I don't, you know, you guys know what I mean, right? Anyhow, that's my stance. Um, this is how we look at it. If it does pass and it goes through and dental assistants are doing it, I think they should be properly trained. Um, I think it should be, you know, decided by the dentist or hygienist who is and is not a candidate for it. Um, I hope that it doesn't get passed because DAs, we already do a lot of work. And this is just one more thing on a plate that may not equal, you know, an incentive um, monetarily.